Well, hello, 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 and welcome to Sisters You Have Value podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tolliver, and I'm super excited to be here with you today. Happy Friday, happy Friday. This podcast was created for women because we believe in the power of sisterhood and unity. And we strive to build a community where women can share their passions, learn from one another's experiences, and support each other on their journey. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Sisters You Have Value podcast. If you're a new listener, thank you so much for tuning in, and we pray you come back for more. Please give us a like, share, and follow. Tell a friend. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for being on this awesome journey with us. And we pray you continue to come back for more. All right, grab your coffee, tea, drink, whatever it is, and have a seat. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Today is going to be short, sweet. Um, I don't really have uh, a, a podcast. You know, we um, I'm into this journey thing, y'all, just even about women and, and, and what we're becoming and striving and some of the things that we see and we witness day to day among women. Um, how we feel about each other, how we, you know, I think my first podcast was, uh, why can't we celebrate each other? Why can't black women celebrate each other? But I think I was prompted to this podcast. Uh, my daughter, of course, y'all know she's a hygienist and she was uh, working at a particular dentist, um, dental office where it was a black dentist. Um, and she's worked at many. And so let's not get it twisted that I'm speaking on all I'm speaking on this one. Um, she had a certain persona about her, uh, this certain, you know, I have arrived, you know, I'm accomplished, you know, uh, kind of thing. And, um, <laughs> you know, when she was telling me about it and it just made me, uh, think and laugh, you know, sometimes y'all, we can get so, so high, or we think we can get so far up on these high horses that we arrived at everything else below or beneath us. Uh, doesn't matter, doesn't count, and we're just, uh, as they say, the shit, but you're not, um, because the, the difference is, you, you may hold a title, but that's, that's what you do, remember, y'all, your title is what you do, your title is not who you are, so if somebody said, hey, you're so, what, what, uh, um, you know, who are you, you know, I'm, doc no, 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 that's what you do, your doctor, your doctor is who, what you do, that's what you went to school for, you got your little degree for, and that's what you do for a living. That's not who you are as a human being. So you, you just have to be mindful. And so, and that's the whole purpose of our journey as women and trying to become. So today is just redefining. And, and you know, sometimes you have to take a step back and redefine, you know, yourself and where you are on this journey to being a better person, but also to be a supporter, to be an uplifter, and to lift your sister up to shout them out, not to look down on someone with disdain as if you're at some pinnacle and they're not. Um, but Because I can certainly assure you, your money and ours is the same. We just don't have your title. Don't get it twisted. So you make no more than the average person make. You just have a different title. So, uh, remember that. Um, so today, you know, I just, I, I wanted to get on and give the women, um, a few questions, um, a few little things and a little thought provoking things to think about in redefining ourselves as women, um, in this society. And 
you know, kind of like a little homework to write some questions down that you may, you know, want to ask yourself and see um, if that's something um, you can do as a woman, as a black woman, just as a female in general for all other women along the way. And then we'll conclude the next time. But like I said, that was just one of those things that kind of got to me and it just kept me uh, from wanting to do uh, anything else because it just troubles me when we get to these little statues and, um, you know. So anyway, um, let's get into these questions that I, I, I want to challenge you as a black woman. I want to challenge you as a woman. I just want to challenge you as a human being to make a promise to yourself that you will carry out some of these things um, in your life, you know, um, and to help us better on our journey, to help us become, to help us be better than who we are today. So, you know, my goal every day is uh, to strive to be better than who I was yesterday. Again, you know, my only competition is me. I'm not in competition with you because God gave you that gift. Um, if you're an airline stewardess, that's not my calling. I am not up there to give out uh, drinks and stuff and to make announcements. Uh, you know, that's not my calling. It's a great thing, um, but that's not my journey. If you are a scientist, a biologist, if you um, work at a Walmart, it does not matter. Don't get it twisted that these people are not gifted in, in certain areas. Again, we look at what they do and where they are, and then we want to pass judgment because we feel like we've accomplished something a little bit more. But the whole thing in us building this community is to love each other, love each other wholeheartedly, and to be there to support each other no matter what we are, no matter what our title, because if it was your best friend growing up, don't get it twisted. If your best friend ended up at Walmart and you ended up being that, you know, are you going to stop being friends with her? Are you really going to stop being friends with your friend because she did not take the same journey or path that you took? And that's the thing when I always tell people not to judge people. You don't know a walk. You don't know a journey. You don't know what led a person to be where they are. And it's not like that led you to end up somewhere. But we have to be careful and mindful when we pass judgment or when we look um, down on someone with disdain that, you know, because you don't know what caused them to be where they are. So the best thing you could do is support them, keep it moving, roll on. Thank God that you're blessed because that you, you didn't do it and you didn't get it on your own. Baby, every good and perfect gift come from the Lord. And everything that we have and everywhere that we are in life is uh, from God. And you don't know. I always tell people, despise not small beginnings. Don't get it twisted that he ain't through with me yet. So I have yet to accomplish. As long as I'm on this side of heaven, I got purpose. I have a calling. I am a purpose and a purpose with a name. And that's the thing about it. Y'all have to understand that people are still, your, your arrival may not be mine. You may come in this time, but God got something that he's growing in me, that he's planting in me, that he's getting out of me, that he's making me become better. And I need a little bit more work along my journey. Um, that that other person may have been battered, beaten, and so she got a little work to get out of her. You may come from a nourishing and loving and flourishing home, which is a good thing, where you had that love. But she may not have had the love that you had. And so now her struggle and her walk is different. But I can promise you, when she get there, 
She's going to certainly appreciate it. And sometimes a whole lot more than you, because if you did, you wouldn't be looking down on somebody. <laughs> so you got to understand our mess can be that message. And no, these tests are going to be a testimony. And I always tell people, be careful these bridges you burn. You never know. Never know those you're going to need to cross back over. So if it were me, I tread lightly. If it were me, I'd make sure that um, I'm doing the same thing for each and everybody. Um, who was that? Um, Dr. Martin Luther King said, if you're going to be a street sweeper, be the best street sweeper. You know what I mean? We speak to the janitors. Um, I, I help anybody, you know, along the way. And I don't go put it on Facebook so you can know what I did. Um, what we do in private, God rewards in public. And, and what the word said, that go your reward right there. When you got to go and show these pictures of everything you did for somebody, um, there it go. You good. You you got it. You you got ahead of God and everything. And so you did it on your own. So that's why I say um, that kind of threw me for, it didn't throw me for a loop because y'all, you know, I know women are just that way. Uh, you can't speak to a black woman sometimes. <laughs> she get intimidated by you speaking. Girl, sit down. And you walking with that uh Chucky doll like some <laughs> like somebody want that. Don't nobody want that man. Go take that little short man somewhere and go sit down. Don't nobody want him. <laughs> but anyway, um today I just want women to think about women. I want us to get into us and think about growing, striving to be better um in who we are and what we do. So just have some thought provoking things, hopefully, that you can ask some questions of yourselves. And this is to Make a pledge, that a pledge for you to, to pledge uh, that you're going to be better, that you're going to redefine it, that you're going to look into your life and make promises to yourself to do for yourself and others. And so that's why I wanted to uh, take a moment. I tell you, I did two or three things and, and God just like, mm -mm, that's not it. I even started, you know, uh, about to start it. And I'm just like, that's not what I want to talk about. That's just not it because that troubled me so much so that um, we're trying to help and build up communities. We're trying to make better. And we are still at that point where we look down at everybody else. Because I can promise you the things that we do are not for a queen of them that's sitting on the couch. You do for your sisters. You're going to have these elegant things. But it's not going to be for the ones that need it. It's not going to be for the ones that arrive. Because you see, you don't want to fool with them. It's work in that thing. The only thing you're working to do is plan your menu right now for your food. You ain't doing no work. Baby, you don't know what it is to go into these areas and put in work with these people because their mindsets are different. Trust me, I know. <laughs> so, but anyway, um, number one, I, I just want to ask, uh, will you agree to treat yourself with respect, work through your past hurts, learn how to forgive, and let your heart heal. That's the first thing I want all women to do and take stock in, y'all. Will you agree to treat yourself with respect, work through past hurts, learn how to forgive, and let yourself heal? That's what we need to do. And the second thing, will you agree? <laughs> this should have been the first one. To treat all Black women with respect. Will you agree to treat all black women with respect? That's a hard one now. I know that's a hard one for some of y'all. But again, these are some things that we are working on. We are constantly evolving and arriving. Uh, 
Number three, will you commit to learning how to incorporate conflict resolution skills into your life so you can resolve disagreements without strife? And that's a good one there. That's a good one there. Because when we can do that without strife, guess what? Our, our health levels are better. That blood pressure ain't boiling. You ain't about to have a heart attack and kick over. That stroke going to be resolved in the back somewhere. So we have to get into these things to making ourselves better. We are redefining. We are coming. We're becoming. And that's what we want to do. Um, the, the fourth thing, will you be a Titus woman and mentor young women and not slander them, not talk about them, not put them down? But can we mentor these women instead of looking down on them, talking about them? Are you willing to let the tightest women in your life advise you? Can somebody tell you something? Or you know everything? Can somebody help you along the way? Can you take advice from somebody else? Can you be a woman? Or can you be woman enough to admit when you are wrong? and apologize sincerely are you too big for that you ain't gonna let nobody know that you were wrong you're gonna keep that and you're gonna keep on going okay well um will you try to be more open to constructive criticism now that's a doozy you know it takes a while to get to that and don't get it twisted i ain't gonna even lie some things are hard to hear, you know, and that's on every level. I don't care who you are. Some things are, are hard to hear, but you, open and constructive criticism is the best criticism because see, even in the critics, even in the haters, there's a little truth. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> even when you got a hater, there's a little truth in that. Don't get mad at them, but think, hmm, why? They study you. They look at you. They know. They always up on your page. <laughs> they always in the shadows lurking. So, you know, sometimes those enemies are good. I like to keep them close, you know. So, um, will you commit to honoring your word? Will you commit to honoring your word? Will you take a pledge to simply smile <laughs> and say good morning the next time you pass another sister instead of looking the other way? Will you smile and say good morning? Child, you know, even 10, 20 years ago, I was, uh, this was a long time ago, I was going to work and I was uh, going, I, I never forget, I stopped at that Circle K, I don't know if I exited 49, I stopped at that Circle K there on Linwood, and um, I, I got out of my car to go get a cup of coffee or something, and I opened the door, this female was coming out, I was opening the door, I said, good morning, she go, oh, oh, good morning, they don't even expect it. You, you get what I'm saying? That that was so shocking to her that another female woman even spoke to her. Oh, oh good morning. We got to get out of that. We got to get out of that. Will you promise to give a simple and gracious thank you when sisters offer a kind word, send you a card, send money, stand in a corner without flinching? <laughs> even if she's standing in that corner, don't flinch. You know, baby, it's always going to be somebody prettier, fine, smarter, um, more intellectual. Um, but again, if we keep that competition within ourselves, we don't have to worry about what she got going on. So because um, God says we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And so I know I am made on purpose for purpose. 
by him and that there was no mistakes in how he created me. So whoever I am today is just what I needed to accomplish the things on this earth while he has me to do what he's required me to do. So that's what it is. I wasn't meant to be light-skinned, white, Chinese, Asian, Japanese. I was meant to be this black girl, this chocolate girl who's cute. And I mean, you know, girl, I'm fine. So anyway, uh, are you willing to lighten up, soften up, and open up to make deeper connections with the men in you, that you want in your life? That's a hard one too now. You know, so we got to be willing to do that. Uh, this one. Can you connect or reconnect with the joyful and playful side of your personality? I was saying that the other day. Imagination. What happened to it? Life circumstances you stupid go sit down you're not gonna be anything we dream dreams you know in our in my uh in my what you call it my senior book whatever those books are in high school you know it was like I wanted to be married and I was gonna have a Mustang GT and I was gonna have two kids and child I was gonna be making 50,000 a year <laughs> what is you know but back then that was some cho-chos you know and that's funny when you look back on the things and then even when you're young and you have this whole fairy tale of what you're going to be, how your house is going to look and what you're going to have. But even in imagination, we create these things and we got imaginary friends, but that was life. That was when you could be, that was when, you know, and I always tell people, don't take the innocence of a child away. Do not let those children be children and stop letting your big tail up having all these babies if you don't want to take care of these babies stop letting your kids raise your kids while you out there in the club getting your hair and nails done while your other kids sitting at home with a snotty nose you need to stop all that for real these children do not they do not need to be raising your children because you're taking the innocence away from them. You're taking life away from them and you're putting them into things that they shouldn't know and do at such an age. You need to let this life, y'all, is already hard. This life is crazy as hell some days. You look around, look at the news. You don't have to go far. Sometimes look out your front door. But you're introducing them to things that they shouldn't be introduced to. Now, don't get it twisted. We need to introduce them to the things and tell them the things of the world because the world is not kind. The world is not going to be nice to them. The world will not do the things that we do. But come on. They can't go outside and play. You're going to throw that iPad. Girl, turn that iPad out. Let her go in their backyard and get dirty. But now y'all putting weave and uh, <laughs> y'all putting nails on these six-year-olds. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. You putting weave in a kid hair. We use barrettes, bows, rubber bands. You so trifling. Come for me. I'll answer the call. I don't mind telling you how you trifling with a child with weave in her hair. With a child uh, popping and dropping and locking. Uh, let me get back to the women. I'll get to y'all another day on these children because I got a lot to say about y'all, uh, some of these people and how they raise these kids. How they say what... I ain't Kermit. Tell me that ain't none of my business. I'm going to tell you. Um, can you be a woman or can you be woman enough to face your demons and shout, do your worst because I'm going to do mine. So you can't, you, I, I got it. You know, and that's the thing, you know, devil, uh-uh, because the God I serve is so much bigger than the things. And I need to face that. I need to face those things. What you don't, 
See what you don't confront. We can't heal what we can't confront. We got to face these things. We got to chase, face this stuff, this trauma, this childhood stuff, these things that got us bound, these things that cause us to look at another woman a certain kind of way because we had low self-esteem, because we have insecurities, because we didn't have the functional homes that we need, because we didn't get love. That is CPTSD. That is childhood trauma. I know I've lived it. Ain't much in this podcast. Not Ain't none in this podcast that I don't talk about that I haven't lived except y'all trifling women with them children, though. That's a horse of another color. But um, will you promise to take care of yourself and rest? Find some rest. Exercise at least twice a week, two days a week. Treat yourself with love and kindness. You know, will you promise to live out your faith in your actions to stop walking through the motions of a ritual, of a religious ritual? Stop using that trite phrase, girl, too blessed to be stressed <laughs> when you really need help. You need to ask for some help. Oh, babe, I'm too blessed. You stressed to the max. That's why your head bald on one side, your hair going out on the other side, and your shirt on backwards, the tag in the front. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I tickle myself, <laughs> but I be so serious. Girl, we get so, uh, what they say, you so heavenly uh some that you ain't no earthly good uh when you tell stress you stress it's about to show your eyes are bulging out stop um when you learn that forgiveness is essential for any human being forgive yourself first though it's okay give yourself forgiveness lord i forgive me i forgive myself you know then forgive the other ones that hurt you See, we can't control what they do and what people do, but I'm going to forgive you so I can live. You know, unforgiveness is like drinking poison, waiting on the other person to die, and they don't even know they did nothing to you. And then some of them don't even care. We so cold and callous nowadays in the world. We so, we so, man, we trifling. Um, will you commit to building a more loving relationship with your daughters? Not just your sons, but your daughters. And to you single mothers and divorced moms, pledge to be fair when you talk about men to your children. Even if their father walked out on all of y'all, your children deserve better than he and you ran about no good black men and every man this and your daddy this and your dad. They gonna see it when they get older. Stop talking about that man. Hell, sometimes it's because your relationship didn't work. Now he trifling. He wasn't trifling when you were laying down with him. Well, nothing trifling about him when you were laying down with him. But now he with Quita and she fine and she'd have been in that back alley with him and got that BBL. And I, it's going to turn to bricks. Don't worry. You ain't got to get mad at her. And it might not. But the point is, move on with your life. Ask God to move into you in such a, a mighty way um, that he can heal your heart. See, that's what's wrong. Uh, I'm going to talk about that too. The best way to get over somebody is not to go get under somebody else. Stop getting under these other men when you know you you bringing all that. Girl, you bleeding on everybody in your path. He didn't cut you. So don't bleed on him. Stop bleeding on people that didn't cut you. But instead, take time out to, Lord, help me with this loneliness. Help me, Lord, to be able to love who I am. But see, when we don't love ourselves, we can't deal with us. And then you want to go and put that junk on somebody else. I love me. It's so quiet and peaceful in here. It don't make sense. I don't care if somebody's occupying the same space with me all the time. I don't need that because I be having stuff to do, baby. I got dreams. I got, I'm got. i on a journey. Uh, I ain't got time to be laid up and booed up with you and curled up. If I'm curled what we doing? What we doing? So, uh-uh. Will you commit, y'all, to being 
your sister's keeper day in and day out that's the last question i got even when it's hard and will you strive each day to live by that golden rule treat others as you want to be treated will you treat your sister the way you want to be treated no you you selfish with your trifling tail so uh this lady wrote this poem her name is Manda Raquel Webb, and um, it's called Black Woman Redefined. And I want to read this poem to y'all. Black Woman Redefined. How do you redefine a Black woman? Full of grace, wisdom for the ages, timeless beauty etched on her face, turning the pages of a history contrived with negative images, perceptions, and lies. To the now, a future, a permanent place in time of a true black woman, originally redefined. Black woman, do you know who you are? Plucked by God from the heavens, rare and beautiful, bright as the North Star. When others look upon you, they see diamonds. You see lumps of coal. What will it take for you to feel whole? Reach new heights, surpass impossible goals, and finally realize your power, recognizing God in your soul. Black woman, why do you succumb to the mist as your mental master cracks the whip on your inbred insecurities? Even though you nursed their children, raised generations, and carried heavy coals, heavy loads that broke you down to your knees. Black woman, it's your turn to shine as you thoughtfully, purposely take time to redefine. I, I love that poem, y'all. And, and the reason I do, you have to take stock on what our people went through, our forefathers went through. And of course, I know, you know, you got to get up sometimes, y'all, and you got to break every generational curse. You got to spoke, you got to break every negative word ever spoken over your life. You got to uh, rebuke and reject the things that you've spoken to your life. You got to move that spirit of heaviness, that spirit of um, uh, insecurities, those things that come. You got to get that stuff out of your system. And it's a journey. But they said uh, the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. You got to be willing to step. You got to be willing to move and step out there in faith and go, Lord, I'm going to do it. Lord, I'm ready. Lord, I need this. Lord, in order for me to be better, I go to the war room every day. Now, baby, they done remodeled this house and uh, my war room is in full effect, y'all. I go upstairs at least about three hours a day, but I pray without ceasing. First Thessalonians 517 tell us that we got to pray without ceasing. And so I'm praying every day for God to redefine me, to re, you know, shape me, to mold me into that woman of God that he wants me to be, to be better, to remove all things from me that are not from him, to be pruned in that way. And we be careful what we ask because in that refining, it's going to cost us something. So just remember, it's going to cost you more than turning your nose up. It's easy to do that. It's easy for me to wave to a friend. It's, it's, it, but hell, it's easy for me to raise, wave at an enemy. I'm not y'all in that way. You have to get to a place in your life where you are comfortable either way. And see, if we sweep right here, we ain't got time to look. Girl, it's so much to do in your own house. It's so much work to do within our own souls and spirits and bodies and mind. But guess what? If each one of us did that and we pour it out into every other woman, think of what we can do 
to change the world. A woman rules the world. Y'all got the power. You affect that household. Everything you do in that house with that man, you're going to either push him away or you're going to make him better. You're going to make your children better by the positive things and, and the affirmations that you give them to let them know that they're beautiful, to let them know that they count, to let them know that they matter. You matter. You are a beautiful black woman. You are amazing. You are everything that God called you to be. You are not what your mother said about you. You are not what your grandmother said about you. You are not what that man said about you. You are not what you think about you. But you are everything that God called you to be. You are everything that God says you are. We are fearfully, we're wonderfully made. We're the head and not the tail. We're above and not beneath. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And he know the plans that he have for you. Thoughts of an of a, a expected future. Uh, he knows your end. He knows everything about it. I know he knows and he thinks well of me. I'm his daughter. I lend to many nations and not borrow. So we have to be able to speak those things over the life. I'm beautiful. I love me looking at mirror and say, good morning, gorgeous. I love me. I love you. And so when you get into that, it'll pour out into everything else you do, y'all. So, you know, in that, you know, one thing triggered me to this, you know, because I can't stand when somebody think just because you wear a title, I got four designations behind my name and that don't mean a darn thing except in the world of where I work. You get what I'm saying? But that's what I do. I retired from one, moved to something else, got two companies, but that's what I do. That's not who Kim is. So, you know, that's, that's my profession. And some is my, this is my passion. This is what God has called me to do, to try to raise up a better generation for women to get back into Christ, to get back into this word, to get that spirit right, to, to help us be better so that these mate you are the matriarch. Always know you are the matriarch when we go. So sometimes when, when you know when your mama them gone, hell, the whole house sometimes go down. Family jacked up, everybody spread out. Nobody go to mama them house anymore because she gone. And then Maria ain't there to knock you upside your head and tell you something to get that switch off the tree to beat the brakes off you. Put your mother now is my age. <laughs> and we, you know, y'all don't go to church. So you're not raised in the admonition of the Lord. Y'all so woke, go back to sleep. Actually, your ass ain't woke. You just stupid because you're self-teaching. I said it, come for me with that too. I got it. You know, we are so hell bent, but the Bible speaks to that. It said it'll be a falling away. Look at this generation. Look at these children. Y'all don't even know where your kid is sometimes at two, three in the morning and he 14. You better hit him in his throat. But y'all got to... I'm coming back with this children thing. Y'all got to hit these, keep your foot on their neck so that we can raise up a generation of women. Let these girls know who they are so they not tooted up somewhere else. Y'all have to understand it's work in this thing. Stop being lazy. Stop taking the easy way out. You are redefined. Don't let nothing that everything and everybody went through to get us where we are today, to be in vain. And the ignorance of man is when you forget your history, you will be doomed to repeat it. Y'all are so silly sometimes that you don't take time out to pick up a book and read it because you're so busy in this microwave society 
trying to have to do to accomplish that you don't take time to nurture your soul, nurture your spirit, nurture who you are. Keep God first. Put God first. When you wake up, have an attitude of gratitude. Say, thank you for grace. Lord, thank you for mercy. Thank you for peace. Thank you for health, Lord. Thank you for wealth. Thank you for a sound mind and body. Lord, I thank you for, for all the things that you're going to do. Lord, thank you for saving me for stuff I didn't even know I needed saving from. That's the goodness of God. But see, when we leave him out of it, why do you think it's so much suicide? Why do you think it's so much depression? Hell, you don't see no other way. You don't know that there's somebody bigger. I don't tell God about my problems, but I certainly tell my problems how big my God is. And if somebody tell me, give it to them, who you think going to wear it on their shirt? Baby, I don't look like what I've been through because I'm cute, cute. Um, but I don't look like what I've been through and I don't look like what I'm going through now. We either what they say, going in one, coming out of one or, or, or in a storm. They come. The Bible say in this world, we have troubles, but in him, what? We got that life. He can keep us and hide us in that secret place. He's going to keep us. I will run to him. The Lord is my shepherd. Look, I shall not want. He got us. His promises are yes and amen. So, you know, y'all just be encouraged. Um, stop looking down on people. Stop thinking you have arrived somewhere. Girl, you still got life. As long as we on this side of heaven, it's work. You ain't arrived nowhere. And when you arrive, you have ceased to learn to exist. Now you're just flat out dumb when you think you got it all. Get in a room with somebody bigger than you. Get in a room with somebody that knows more than you so you can continue to grow. But keep God first. I'm up there every day. I'm praying every morning. I'm up at 3.30. I'm like Eric Thomas. He get up at 4, baby. I get up at 3.30. And on Wednesdays, 3.15. Don't get it twisted. It's working this thing. And I'm in my devotion. I'm in that word. See, we have bad days because we didn't pray ahead of time. We didn't ask God to cover this day. We didn't ask God and thank him for this day. To love on him and say, Lord, I'm expecting great things to happen to me today. Lord, I'm expecting great things to happen through me. Lord, I'm expecting favor on my job today. Lord, if it's somebody to encourage, somebody to help, to share with, Lord, lead them to me. Say a kind word to somebody. You never know what they're going through. Say a kind word to somebody. The person, uh, you know, I'm trained in suicide assist and those things like that, but they show a video about uh, the suicide um, during the training, and, and these were some of the people on the way to the Golden Gate Bridge, which is one of the most um, places that people uh, commit the suicide. And, and, and one of the persons said that if someone would have just spoke to them that day and smiled and just said, hey, they wouldn't have jumped. But these are some of the survivors that we talked to. Now, they jumped. You know, so sometimes you just never know what a person is going through. Say a kind word. You know, I used to be the world-class bird flipper on the interstate. And then as God shaped and molded me and as my journey with him increased, you know, I always say, oh, Lord, I pray that they get to the destination safely and that they don't hurt or harm anybody, Lord. And you, because you never know what, what, what news they just got. Now, some people just crazy, but I still pray for them, too. But you never know what somebody just told them. You don't know if it was their mother, their daughter, their wife, their husbands, and things like that. So always think um, of how you want somebody to respond to you, how you want somebody to respond in kind. Um, and, and be nice. Just be that person that pour into somebody, and I promise you, God will reward you. Get into that relationship with him.
and get into that and, and get into loving yourself and every other woman. Uh, she's struggling through something. She got some pain. She's hurting. That man probably just left her. Uh, you don't know why she's looking cross-eyed over there in the corner. You know, she may not be able to pay her bills or make ends meet. She's going through some things, trying to see how they're going to eat tonight. You get what I'm saying? Be kind. Stop being so mean and jacked up. Hell, you know you got problems. Uh, only difference is you know about mine. I always tell people I don't know about yours, but you still got them. Just remember, and I'll say this before I go, at the end of the day, we all have to commune with ourselves at night. We all have to, uh, you can drink, you can smoke, but when you wake up, it's still there. But that midnight hour comes for everybody. Them, those, those ceiling stairs going to come for you too. That clock stair going to come for you too. <clears throat> and if you don't, God bless your little soul. You are better than everybody else. But see, the ones on the journey, they're going to come out. They're going to be refined. They're going to be... They're going to be pruned well. And so encourage your sister. Encourage somebody next to you. And um, y'all be blessed. Um, and if it's anything you want to hear us say, uh, y'all know to get me at sistersyouhavevalue at gmail.com. Love you all. Bye.